Welcome back. Another episode of the Green Room Podcast. Uh, we're doing this late Sunday night, about 24 hours ago, Michigan State, with the most amazing performance of all time. <laughs> <laughs> if you mean for, amazing, for a, if you mean for bad. A five, for a five-minute span <laughs> um, <laughs> to finish that game. But hey, Michigan State beats Nebraska, what was it, 23-20. to 20. They are now 4-0. Uh, Tony Paul, the Detroit News here with Matt Charbonneau, who tells me he's on two hours of sleep, whatever. We know you all love to hear journalists bitch about their job. Uh, but uh, crazy game last night. Um, you know, I think the quick takeaway before we get into, you know, some of the details um, is what I've read on social media today and what I read last night. So many fans that were like feeling like it was dissatisfying. You know, it wasn't. You know, they it wasn't they weren't overly happy, and I just look at it a totally different way. I look at it as your team just played one of the worst games it has played, um, offensively at least, um, but really did not play a very good game and came away with a win in their four and all. So to me, good. <laughs> like, I don't. I'll never like what's understand. There, I mean, what's there to complain yeah. about? You had no business winning that game, and you won that game. And you're four and zero. I mean, take it. <laughs> it's funny. Scott Frost, the Nebraska coach, even said after the game, "We had no business losing that game," and that's all true. Um, but there's one team, as I wrote in the Detroit News for Monday, that has proven they find ways to lose, and that is Nebraska. This is a yep. new for them, mm-hmm. and maybe one team is proving that they can find ways to win. Now, look, you're four games in. Who knows where this ends up? But if this becomes one of those special seasons, this is the kind of stuff you look back on. So you didn't play worth a damn. You figured something out. I mean, and I'll never look. I understand fans can be worried and nitpick and you can sit there and wonder about things like Michigan fans for a couple of weeks have been wondering if they can throw the ball and that might end up being legitimate. But, you know, you're winning games and this let, let's just take one second to see if we can rewind our brains four weeks and understand what we all thought this team was going to be. All right, most of us were struggling to get them to six wins. And here they are at 4-0, and and now, and now we're unhappy in how they win games. It is mm-hmm. remarkable. And I, I know well, how fast can, it changes. Can change in I know. Expectations change, and those adjust. I, I, I get it. I think I get that's it. the key. I think that's the key. And, um, and I think that, you know, I, I think it's ridiculous to complain about this win. Take it. You had no yeah, business winning it. The, Take the win. Enjoy you're the four, ride, man. You're four zero. You're ranked seventeenth yeah. in the country. I mean, for where you came from, um, you know, I don't understand the dissatisfaction, except from the point you just mentioned. All of a sudden, you have a team with expectations that hasn't had expectations in a long time. Yeah, they've, they've beaten Northwestern on the road. Granted, Northwestern's not great. You beat Miami on the road. Good win. You steal a game from Nebraska, a team that's not terrible. They right. they have played some. I mean, they they do find ways to lose, and this was yeah. a new one. This yeah. was due. Um, but I still uh, tell like you want to tell Michigan State fans at this point, especially now in this season, kind of just enjoy the ride wherever it goes, mm-hmm. because if you continue to get better, like it feels like they are, you know, there's not going to be a lot of seasons left like this where it's like, hey, we win eight nine games. That that was awesome, right? Because you're not expecting to compete for a championship. You know, and if you do, it feels like a giant bonus. 
because if this thing keeps progressing and Michigan State's back to competing for a, a, a championship regularly, now you're going to start stressing out more. You know, every game's going to stress you out because you're looking right. at standings and all that. I, I just say, man, in this year, when we're not really sure still what to expect, just enjoy the ride, see where it goes. You know, if something crazy happens, great. If it doesn't, it still probably is going to be a better year than you thought. So kind of just kind of just soak it all in and right. You know, except well, you the hope, fact that yeah. your offense was awful. Abysmal. I mean, th- 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 <laughs> I mean, those I mean, atrocious. How many other awful A words can we come up with? Well, um, can we mean, stop it, 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 just yeah. so bad. It was can so we, bad. Can we stop firing everybody and demoting no, no, people no, and stop, benching everyone? Know. Yeah. Because this is the same offense that was averaging 520 yards and 39 yeah. points. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're not perfect all the time. And no, look, look, the truth was, is Nebraska had a plan for Kenneth Walker and yeah. they, they executed it and he's going to have to deal with that. The book is out on him yeah. and he's going, they're going, I mean, every defense is going to game plan for Kenneth Walker. And so, you know, that's going to be an adjustment on his part an adjustment on the offense's part to figure that out. Sure. Nebraska had it figured out and good for and them. And Look, they got hey, players. I mean, they yeah, got they, players up front, yeah, man. No, they're not bad. I mean, they're not a bad team. No, I know that we like to rag on them because they haven't contributed a lick to the Big Ten um, like we thought they might, but um, they, 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 they're not a bad team. And if you want – I mean, the offense – I mean, Peyton Thorne wasn't good, okay? He, no. he, was, he was not good. He had a bad game. Um, he's had good games. I mean, but he was off yesterday just a little bit, and – and those little bit, you know, led to them not getting a single first down in the final two quarters of the game. They're, they, you know, after halftime, the only first down they had was Kenneth Walker's run in overtime. Um, I mean, you just don't see that. It was, and yet they found a way to win. And so just em- embrace it. I mean, you're four and zero, and you're getting close to being a contender. I don't think you're there yet um, because I, you still obviously have this gauntlet to go through. Um, yeah. But the next three weeks will be big. Um, Next week, all of a sudden, looks like a trap game in Western Kentucky. Who played their asses off against Indiana, um, and then um, and then Rutgers, a team that gave Michigan all it can handle in the second half, and then Indiana, a team that's pretty good. Before you get into the real meat of the schedule, so look, you're not maybe contenders yet, but you're progressing that way. And you're four and zero, and you're seventeenth in the country. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Jesus, you know. Hey, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like I, the first tweet I read after the game, seconds after the game ended, was. What I'm not, someone wrote, I can't remember who it was. I've never felt more dissatisfied after a Michigan State win. And I'm like, really? I have. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God. Are you, you know? kidding me? I mean, yeah, yeah, there's many, 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 many higher on the list than this. And, um, you know, let's not forget there was a, a major publication that might be called the USA Today that before the season called Michigan State one of the worst 10 programs in the country. Now, yeah. look, that was ridiculous. It was just flat out dumb. But, I mean, that, that was the perception of this program. It wasn't a contender. And to think that you may be approaching that now, hey, man, uh, I, I say run with it. No, I mean, what are, I mean, what are you going to do? You want to give it back? I mean, yeah. I don't think Look, Mel Peyton Tucker Thorne, wants to give it back. And let's I mean, remember, too, Peyton Thorne has now started a grand total of five games. What a shocker that he had a bad one in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, we expect him to be – you know, Peyton Manning all of, all of a sudden, this is, there's going to be growing. And look, the other thing is too, the kid said Saturday night, Hey, there was an issue with the offense and it was me, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I didn't make good decisions. I wasn't, you know, and some people were wondering, he got hit hard a couple of times, but I, you know, 
I, I didn't sense any of that with him after the game. So to me, it was look, Nebraska was putting some pressure on him. They were playing well defensively. And he, you know, he's right. He, he made some poor decisions. He missed some receivers. You know, he missed with some throws. Uh, but again, five starts into his career. It's hard. It's hard to get too uh, too down on Peyton Thorne right now, and we're not getting down on Kenneth Walker because they contained him. Right. Um, right. So it's oh. you know that's that we're, we're gonna look. There, there, I, there's gonna be more games like this. You knew you weren't gonna run your gain 500 yards every game. Mm-hmm. Not not with this team. There's gonna be games like this where you you're struggling. It might next game it might be the defense that's struggling. You know they're gonna they're gonna have more games where they're gonna have to figure out ways to win where it might not look pretty. So. At least now you've learned. Hey, here's one that one way they can figure it out. You know, run some crazy punt return and, um, you know, just intercept the pass in overtime. So yeah, I mean, yeah, let's hope that the defense doesn't have down nights because I, I think that it's it, we're starting to see a, a team that's similar to Michigan State teams of the past that the defense can just change a game and they've done it now. Can twice. change. Yeah, they're not. A, yeah, they're not a dominant defense. They're not like they're not like they were better. in the heyday of D'Antonio, no. but they have some serious playmakers, and they certainly can attack the ball carrier, and they can put the pressure on. And they did it again yesterday, like they did against Miami, and that's yeah. the reason they have these two wins. Um, and seven, I mean, got, seven sacks, seven sacks. Yeah. They, look, Martinez is a pain in the you know what. Right. Bring down the guy's a good player, but they sacked him seven times, made life tough for him. You know, Jacob Panisuk especially was all over the place. And then we'll see with Drew Beasley and his injury, but it doesn't look terribly promising. So, uh, you know, but got young guys like Jeff Petrowski keeps making plays. I mean, that they got dudes in there making things happen. They're, they're going to give up some plays, but they're making life tough for Martinez. So, yeah, maybe not not vintage MSU defense, but I, I feel like it's a defense that's getting better each week. So. Well, I mean, as long as you bring the pressure, I mean, things can happen. And um, and they've been able to do that. Look, you know, it's going to cost you a, a play here or there that, you know, gets away from you, uh, you know. But, you know, Martinez threw for 251 yards and, and also ran for 100, um, you know. So, um, or gained 100, I guess he ran for 65. What a game yeah. <laughs> without the sacks. But, you take um, all the sacks. Huh? Yeah, you take those out. He basically ran for 100 yards. Um, but when they had to make the plays, they did. They had the key force fumble and then the big interception and then the, and then the, I mean, this is the punt return. Um, first of all, first of all, I didn't, I didn't know this was a, first of all, I'm stupid when it comes to football because I didn't realize that you could like decoy another guy with a fair catch. <laughs> like, you know, I we're still, I, I'm going to go ahead right now and say, I still can't confirm hundred percent that Jalen Naylor actually waved his arm. Okay. Because if you have rewatched it, there's no good angle where you see him doing it. I don't, when when it happened live, I was looking up at Jaden Reed, the ball going toward him, and, and right. Thought, everyone on why, TV, everyone on TV, why is everybody was, running to the yeah. wrong dude? Oh, I know. And, um, <laughs> everyone said afterward that he waved his arms or whatever. I didn't see him do it, and we were talking about in the press box. I didn't see him do it, but whatever. Anyway, the the idea was to lure everybody one way. Worked. Um, and I and, and they talked about they'd watched a lot and they'd seen they do their directional kicking and they go one you know, a certain way all the time. So th- there was some of that. So whether he waved or whatever it did, whatever whatever they did, it certainly got the bulk of the Nebraska special teams unit to go one way. Um, and of course, almost, then almost, almost all of them. I mean, I have yeah. never seen a punt in my life where before the guy caught the ball i'm sitting there thinking 
he's going to return that for a touchdown. Yeah. There's no one near him. Yeah, I've, no never, I've never thought that in my life watching I football. Don't think so either. Yeah. Um, you know, because punts just, you know, they're just, they're a lot of, you know, good blocking downfield maybe, but, you know, you just have to get that first good move always, you know, if you're going to catch the ball and go with it. Here, I'm looking at my, he's going to return that for, there's nobody in within a mile of him. I could, I just, I was stunned. Um, so Jaden Reed, 62 yards to the house. Uh, hey, Matt. Special teams, you're right. And special teams, not just that. That's the big flashy play. Oh, uh, Bryce Berenger. Oh, Bryce Berenger averaged almost 60 yards a punt I know. Saturday night, which was remarkable. Kept kept them flipping the field back often, especially in that second half when they couldn't get a first down. They were at least making Nebraska go a long way because of that. And then, you know, Coughlin hits three field goals or whatever, but the kickoff after Jaden Reed's Oh, that was huge. Punt return when that they get huge. that 15 yard penalty, he's kicking from 20, and you're like, uh oh. Yeah. He just absolutely destroyed that ball. And of course, it had the guy helped by fumbling it. Yeah. And, you but still, whatever. They ended like, up with worse field position yeah. than they would have on a touchdown. Right. And so the special teams were were huge in that game. So, you know, you had both defense and special teams kind of making up for a miserable offensive night. And, um, you know, just, we've seen, yeah, we've seen many incredible. nights where that didn't happen. Yeah, no, just just incredible turn of events and, and punters too. By the way, not the friend of Scott Frost on Saturday night. One of wrong. them was one of them was a former Spartan, Will Pristop, and Nebraska used two of them. They were both terrible. Pristop had a seven yard punt at some point. The guy who kicked it on the punt return was supposed to kick it the other way and didn't. And Scott Frost didn't hold back afterward, basically calling both those guys out and all the offensive linemen that jumped off sides. Mm. Um, saying we're sick of it everyone else is busting their you know what and people can't get their job done so was that the, was that the offensive line that everyone jumped offside except for the center <laughs> yeah <laughs> which well, they the had... referee was kind enough to yeah. point out <laughs> no it was everyone was jumping offside it was just multiple plays they in that yeah. first half they were uh, gonna false start every other play well, the so. false start one was everybody but the center yeah um <laughs> yeah um no i mean no he's gonna have to nebraska's gonna have to go do the whole reach out to the soccer team and see if anyone wants to punt, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, pull that act. But uh, um, good to see Jaden Reed, his second touchdown of the day. But um, I could get, I can say it's pretty safe to assume after that he's he's not going to get a whole lot of punts his way anymore. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling t- opponents are going to start kicking it out of bounds. And, um, I just can't believe they, they allowed that to happen. It just, just a huge breakdown. But, you know, Michigan State, you know, took advantage and – uh, look, I mean, it is Nebraska. <laughs> it, it is, and you know, like I said, it's not the worst Nebraska team we've seen over the last. Oh several no, years. no, I mean, in sense, but they just crazy. make, they yeah. just make, they just make boneheaded mistakes, and, yeah. and and when you get those opportunities, you take advantage of them. And uh, um, but yeah, Bryce was great punting. I I don't know that I've ever seen a football player wear glasses before. Um, I don't know if I saw him wear glasses before. I don't know if he that's didn't. a new thing. Yeah, he I didn't wear them before. No, that's a new. I wonder thing. if that's a night game thing. Maybe there's no. Some... He's been wearing them this year, but he's he's a okay. different cat, Bryce Berenger. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. You know, he gets the goofy mustache like everybody else did in camp. He's a. Uh... Of course, you know those special teams guys got a lot of time to kill at practice. So yeah, they, they're not. And in fact, they they honored Mike Sadler. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Mike Sadler and Sam Fultz, the Nebraska punter, and of course Mylon Hicks as well. But made me think of Mike Sadler. The, I mean, talk about punters that were different guys. Mike Sadler, mm-hmm. holy cow, that guy would keep uh, everybody rolling every day. So 
yeah, maybe Bryce Berenger's got a little Mike Sadler in him, so he's uh, just just entertaining while he's got uh, some time. So there's the glasses and. No, uh, yeah, I mean you got a you got a punter who wears glasses, you got a coach who wears shorts. I mean, and you got a football no, he didn't team. wear them this time. He didn't, he didn't, a little chilly. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a little chillier. You got a football team that doesn't have a first down for two quarters and wins the game. It's a weird. It's a weird situation. It's a weird team. Um, it's a new team. We're still getting used to what they have. I mean, so many new players, but uh, yeah, Jaden Reed. His, uh, he had two touchdowns. He also had the um, when when Peyton Thorne was connecting on occasion in the first half. He had a 35-yard touchdown pass to open the scoring. Um, but after that, I mean, it was just the defense was on the field the entire game. And oh. the fact that the defense made the plays that they made, um, you know, with the force fumble that Panashu picked up and um, and then the interception. I mean, they were on the field the entire second half. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I mean, just gassed. And that, you know, and then to for and then to pick off a ball in overtime, like that was the yeah. only way you were going to win that game. The yeah. only way you were winning that game is if you got an interception or a fumble recovery in overtime because they were going to score touchdowns and you were not. And yeah. so, and that, I mean, that was the only way. Um, and uh, now when he was running that ball back, I was kind of like, dude, go down. You get the ball. <laughs> you know, like, don't lose the ball. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if they score, it's over. So If I, they score, it's over. But if they lose the ball, you know, then you know that's I still don't know result. how the hell he, I just still don't know how the hell he didn't score. He had like seventy eight blockers with him, and they all mm. decided not to block the two Nebraska guys that were out there. Yeah, but, as uh, uh, as many degenerates will point out, that did cost the over um, by not scoring. It did. Touchdown. Yes, it did. Or, the fact yeah, or the, or the spread, the, the cover, yeah, yeah, the cover. Oh, it yeah, and and Kenneth Kenneth Walker couldn't get in a couple tries. Yeah, yeah. You All of that had well. the degenerates. Not that I know anything about that. Yeah, no, no. I didn't. I I, I stayed away from Michigan State this week just because I wanted to enjoy the game. Um, I tend not to enjoy games when I put any money on them. So uh, I wanted to I wanted to enjoy this one, and then the offense ruined that for me. So I didn't really enjoy it until the end. But I did enjoy that they won. Um, unlike some people, so that is uh, uh, come on. If it's true though. I mean, this, if you, you saw it on Twitter, I'm sure and you didn't like your. Uh, come on, I know. I mean, ridiculous. look, I mean, you know, there's a lot of ways to win football games. This was a new one, um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just don't know how it happened, but yeah, it did. Look, look, this team isn't coming off 2015, the playoff year. No. You know, there's been uh, there's been some rough seasons here. Let's. I don't think we're in a uh, position to start nitpicking wins. Uh, if you're a member of the MSU fan base. So so now what did you have for their record again coming into the season? I had them six and six. Six so, and six. All right. All right. Well, they're, they they're going to they could, have to have more games like this to get close to my six and six. I think. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, they have a good chance to get to six and oh, although not putting anything past Western Kentucky no. or, Rutger, or Rutgers uh-uh, um, but, uh, or Indiana, yeah. the next three games. I mean, Dude, there's not Michigan. a gimme. There's not a gimme left on this schedule. Not one. If you look at it, Maybe the easiest game. I mean, I don't know. yeah, you're right. I mean, Maryland's tough. I mean, I'm not a big buyer, Maryland, but they're certainly a hell of a lot better than they have been. Yeah, you know. So my point is, it's there's no, there's no game you're walking in and thinking, now oh, so we can be off somewhere and still win. I mean, right. I thought that about Western Kentucky before they almost beat Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's not, it's just not a simple schedule. But you know, it's still we knew we knew again it was going to be tougher later. The second half of that schedule. So, again, make your hay now. You yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're two you wins from going. You're two wins from a bowl game, and uh, you know, I mean, that would be significant progress in year two of Mel Tucker, especially when year one was basically not even a year. 
Um, you know, it was, it was a fake year in a lot of ways in that last season. So, uh, (laughs) season, I mean, it was, I mean, you don't, I mean, there wasn't a real year. It's tough to make progress in that year. Um, they're making up for a lost time with the progress that they're making out of the gate this, this year. So you're, you're probably going, I mean, you're almost certainly going to a bowl game now. Um, look, I mean, you may go seven and oh, and then lose your last five, you know, who, who knows, but you're four and oh, you're 17th in the country. Just enjoy it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and you're going to remember that win. You know, it's like it's like that game against Northwestern where they came back from like a million points years ago. Yeah. Um, OK, like 35. They yeah, yeah, they didn't play well, but they won the game. <laughs> they they somehow managed to come back yeah. and win that game, you know, and I remember that game, you know, I mean, and you're going to remember this game for how crazy it ended and yeah. uh, against all odds. I mean. Basically, the only way they win that game is if they do what exactly what they did. They had yeah. to get a punt return. They had to get an interception or a fumble recovery in overtime because they weren't scoring on offense. And yeah. they did it. And good. You know, 4-0. You know, Mel Tucker is, uh, has got them believing in themselves, that's for sure. You know, they didn't have any players quit in the middle of the game like some of the well, Big Ten schools. So. They didn't have any quit in the middle of the game, but they have had three quit over the weekend. So Yeah, they had a couple of transfer portal guys, right? Nothing big. We had, right? Well, I mean, the first one on Saturday, Alex Akello, a freshman defensive end, and never – no. Um, but Sunday night, just before we were doing this, you get a couple of guys that have been around a little bit and played. Kalen Gervin, the corner. Chase Klein, a linebacker. Um, they both – they've – you know, Kalen Gervin started the first two games. In fact, in the offseason, when they went crazy in the portal, he was the only returning scholarship cornerback. I mean, or cornerback who who played or started. Um, so, you know, a, a tiny bit surprising, but not really. When you look at how much both guys were playing, Chase Klein had a couple tackles Saturday night, a half sack. But really, he was getting spot duty at linebacker if somebody was tired or something. Um, and Kalen Gervin had kind of given up that. And Chester Kimbrough, in fact, is the guy who took the starting spot there. So, I mean, you know, we're kind of in that day and age. If if you see the playing time going the wrong way, guys, guys are heading out. But um, the the only thing that hurts there is is depth. If if you get a couple injuries, you know, in a few weeks down the road, you may be, you know, it may be hurting you. But I, I don't think short term. And if you stay healthy, it hurts them too much. So we'll see. That's college football now. Yeah, yep. No, that's the new that's new era, and you you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Right now, Michigan State's living by the new sword. You know, and and they're they're proving again, like we talked about last week, they're proving again how quickly things can change when you use this new transfer system. And you know, they have yep. 40, yep. 40 some new players, half of them freshmen, half of them transfers, and um, you know. Look, four and zero is is uh, you know, they haven't been four and zero since the since the college football playoff season of fifteen, um, yeah. and uh, so the only other yeah. personnel thing to keep an eye on is Drew Beasley. Yeah, that was that, yeah. Hurt. It, and you know, look, Mel Tucker. Yeah, not is, only is your defense on the field the entire second half, but they're without him. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's look, they got some they got some young players that are playing well. Petrowski played really well. Yeah, he had the fourth fumble, right? Yeah, he was recovered the fumble. Panasuit no, he recovered Panasuit forced, forced it. Okay. Um, you saw a lot more time for Michael Fletcher, who was a guy they like a lot. So I mean, again, they got guys, but you don't have a guy like Drew Beasley who's been around a while. So it, you know, and Mel Tucker is even more hush hush on injuries than Mark D'Antonio, if that's even possible. Um, so he basically said he'll have a better idea on Sunday. I'm not sure he'll tell us the better idea, but 
um, just seeing Breezily, you know, getting carted off. And then he was, he was out there in a boot in the second half, but he was sitting on a, like a, you know, an ambulance gurney. So it wasn't even like he was walking in the walking boot. So I, it doesn't look great. I don't want to speculate yeah. too much, but all the signs point to that could be a little bit of a long-term thing. So, oh, we'll absolutely, absolutely. By the way, that fumble recovery was amazing too. Um, th- I mean, the fact that he got that ball uh, before it went out of bounds was incredible. Um, you know, it all happened so fast. Just, just so many things that against all odds that just went their way. It's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's just put it all together. And then throw in the fact you're playing Nebraska, and all of a sudden you win twenty three to twenty. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you what? Did, I mean, you had to have another game story written. I'm sure. I'm sure you. Oh had, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there you didn't a have whole... a winning story written. No. <laughs> no, we had a whole time. Then, um, as the fever turned the pun, it's like well, we better start working yeah. on lead number two here. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> of course, our that was the night our boss decided to be. Hey, you're going to send your story and you're going to send your, <laughs> I don't Are you watching the fact that the game's not tied? I so hope he's not listening to this when I uh, be giving him a hard time, but well, I'm sure he'll listen now. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, one of those nights, it'll nothing will ever, uh, nothing will ever come up to trouble with the snap when every single thing was written and done and, oh, that was and none, the best, and none of it was worth a damn. That, <laughs> a was, that, was, that was the best though. That was just the best, but yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I mean something about uh, uh, wasn't this punter Australian from the, the um, or, or he had some ties to Australia? The one that punted the ball to Reed. That guy, I think, is yes. Yeah, it's, an, it's just something about Aussie punters and just uh, you know Michigan it State plays an Aussie punter. Think good things are going to happen. I so guess. Keep that in mind next time you log on to DraftKings. So, yeah, yeah, you can check out, you know, how they do against the spread on the road, you know, at night games, day games. And if the punter's a Australian, that's the final yeah. factor. So, uh, 23 20 Michigan State, they're now 4 0, ranked 17 in the country. Michigan is up to 14th, um, jumped five spots after that rousing win over Rutgers. If that um, doesn't that, tell you that that brand matters. Did, yeah. you see, oh, did anyone yeah. see the second half know, of that game I, that voted? If you thought no. Michigan, I, yeah. Michigan State's Michigan offense State was jumped, bad. They jumped up three spots, so yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing there. But uh, the bottom line is there's just so many teams losing. Well, um, that too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and so you got to bump teams up. Um, not upset. A lot, lot of teams lost this week. You're right. Yeah, and that's the thing. You look around the Power Five, there's not that many undefeated teams left. And you're there's one like 20, of them. There's like, 20, <laughs> like 25 or something left, yeah. I think. Or... <laughs> and you're one of them, so – yeah, um, you know, enjoy the ride. You're not going to go undefeated this season. We all know that, but um, you know, you're undefeated now, and you know, you're going to be undefeated heading into October. So, um, Western Kentucky coming up another night game. You love those night games. Well, um, I, uh, I I don't ever remember complaining about <laughs> uh, seven thirty Western Kentucky homecoming game, which you know, all of a sudden Western Kentucky is a Got your attention. Should um, it should yeah. look look this team's everyone should have their attention. So oh, they, ain't that, they ain't that good. No, they're they're not. I mean, this is the first game that they haven't really blown out an opponent. Um, but uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Then Rutgers at Rutgers and at Indiana. Then you're on the road for those two. So 
um, you know, a good chance to go seven and all or six and one. Uh, and, and then, uh, then we'll get into the thick of things, um, with the rest of the big 10 schedules. So, and then we can uh, all get really ridiculous if both, both these teams are unbeaten heading into Halloween weekend. Yeah. I remember my first year at Michigan state was 1999 and they were, and they were, both, weren't they? they were, they yeah. were both undefeated. Uh, and it was crazy. The buzz for that. And, uh, I believe the game was at Michigan state. And um, Plaxico Burris went crazy, and uh, and they want Michigan State won that game. I actually sold my ticket, um, my student ticket for like two hundred and fifty dollars or something. I was like rich. Yeah, know, I was like, there that day. Yeah, yeah. Plaxico went nuts, and yeah. Lloyd Carr kept uh, rotating Brady and Drew Henson. Yeah, which yeah. was a godsend because every time Drew Henson came in, they didn't do anything, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like thank you for that gift, Lloyd, and. Yeah. Yeah, and then I believe Michigan State went on and lost the next week or the week after. Yeah, Wisconsin or Purdue. I think they lost to Purdue, and then they got blown out by Wisconsin. I actually was at the Wisconsin game. Ron Dane. I mean, if I, I mean that. I mean, if I, I heard his name over the loudspeaker enough times. The last (laughs) meal, I mean, it was like Ron Dane, ball carrier. (laughs) It was just like mowed over them. So Michigan State won that game, but then you know had a big time. Uh, big wasn't and off. wasn't that when uh, Drew Brees was at Purdue and he? Was... I think so. Yeah, yeah. They lost. I believe they lost to Purdue and then they lost to Wisconsin. I think both might have been on the road. Purdue but that was still might... a hey, still a ten win season. And then oh they, no no yeah yeah Bobby Williams led him to the gate the the win over Florida I think in the bowl game. So, he did. Uh, yeah yes, yeah, so and then got the head. Coach by the way, that. by the way, quick trivia. Do you know? Do you know where Bobby Williams is coaching now? Well, I knew he was at Alabama. Is he not there anymore? He is not. That's why I think everyone assumed he was still there. Yeah. He is the. Well, did, did Nick Saban switch jobs? <laughs> no, I know. Would... Where is he's he gotta, at? He's got to get Bobby. He is at Oregon. <laughs> he's been at Oregon for really? this is like his third year. I didn't uh, know that. What is he like? Special teams and tight ends coach or some darn thing? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Williams. He was at, yeah, he was at Bama a long time. So yeah, yeah. Nice, nice guy. Bad, bad football coach. Well, um, bad, bad head coach. So we'll no, see. very bad, very bad head coach. Very yeah. bad head coach. Yep. Um, uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say they're both not going to be undefeated. Um, well, yeah, I think there's a. Better I think Michigan. I think Michigan State. I think Michigan State's looking like they're going to be a six and one ish. Maybe even a five and two. I mean, it's just, you know, they can't really have, you know, rely on, you know, special teams and defense to do everything. Um, well, like they, they relied did, on know. them one time. I mean, the yeah, other three yeah, games. Yeah. They... No, 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 absolutely. Uh, you know, see, see how the defenses are. And again, you know, it's just like a, a rookie in baseball, right? You know, he gets off yeah. the hot start and he's got to adapt to the scouting reports, making the way around the league. And, and everybody is going to be zeroing in on Walker and, um, so some of that, a lot of that goes to Jay Johnson, the offensive coordinator, who yep. everyone loved for three weeks, especially right, right. especially in Miami when they go for the throat. Well, right. he was he was getting Dave Warnerized a, a lot on Twitter on Saturday, so um, mm-hmm. you know some adjustment there too. So yeah, and you know, look, and uh, you know they zero in on him enough, and they overdo it. You're gonna open up the passing game. And that's where Thorne's gonna have to be better. Um, yep. So, you know, it, it's a balancing act. And, uh, you know, so Michigan State got a taste of of what, you know, how things like don't always go perfectly and, you know, and somehow still manage to pull it out. So it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. I think they'll be six and one going into the Michigan game, probably maybe even five and two, but we'll see. Look, well, seven, and oh, seven and oh is so possible as well. Hold on. They go. So they got 
Okay, Western Kentucky, Rutgers, Indiana. Um, I think that's a safe bet that they're going to lose one of those. Just right. Rutgers, Indiana, probability. On too. Yeah, I, I almost feel like they got a better chance of losing to Rutgers than than. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think they'll be, lose. Yeah. They look. They might win both. I don't think they'll lose both. Um, no, so, I don't think so either. Yeah, know, I think six and one is a safe is a safe yeah. bet going into that game. I, I don't get me wrong; I'm not going to be shocked if they're seven and zero because right. no, those no, no, three teams no. they're playing. It's not like they're playing Bama and right. You know, Oregon. now if they so. win the next three games in in some ridiculous fashion, like they won last night's game, then well, I'll be shocked that they're seven zero. But um, look, either way, they're going to have a good record going in against Michigan, and they're going to have a great opportunity to beat Michigan and um, uh, Michigan is going to have to figure out a way to pass the ball um, if they're going to beat Michigan State because it's not going to work on the ground entirely it's just not going to work well Rutgers proved that so yeah yeah yeah, so that's going to be interesting I I would expect to see Michigan try to air it out a little bit more leading into that game because if they try to go 180 90 percent on the ground it's it's going to be a Long day for the Wolverines. And and Michigan now going to this tough stretch Wisconsin at Wisconsin at Nebraska. Is is Wisconsin even I mean, holy cow, they got destroyed by Notre Dame. So they're not gonna be I, happy. Well, I understand happy. that, but there's, so there's a reason you're like not it's not like Notre Dame was great either. Right. But I don't know. I, I just feel mm-hmm. like this year is so we're so there's how long are we gonna be saying we're still figuring things out? And was I don't know. Maybe that's because the last year's COVID year was so. I weird. think that's a lot of it with a lot of yeah. teams. I, I think that with all, not just Michigan State or Michigan, but oh yeah, you're seeing it with a lot just, of teams. You know, yeah. we just don't know who teams are. I mean, no one thought Clemson would have two losses right now. No. I mean, yeah. so you know, you just don't know. Last year was such a weird year. You didn't get a full year in, and you didn't. This is supposed to be different, and and so you're you're making up for that now. Yeah. And so we, do, you know, it's like. You know, in a lot of ways, it's, you know, it's similar to baseball where you just a lot of times you don't know what's going to happen going into the season. And uh, and I think that's the case. See, that's another example. Another example, just enjoy the ride. Exactly. Exactly. So I know uh, we can say that we know how fans are. Well, I mean, we can enjoy the ride. We get paid to cover these games and uh, to talk about them. And so, uh, so, you know, when you're a fan, I, I like it. You know, I understand the fandom and you make a good point where the longer this goes, the more nerve wracking the games get. I remember when the Tigers were good in this heyday from 2006 to 2014. And it was like every night fans would live and die. Yeah, um, with every game, and then that, there was 162 games of that. Right, you know, I mean, and baseball so, is the last so, sport you should you do know, that with. Oh, I yeah. know, but they did. I mean, the emails I would get, the tweets every night if they lost a game, <laughs> yeah. the sky was falling. And um, but with football, I get it. I mean, look, you lose a game, you lose two games, and you know, I mean, Clemson's not going to play in the playoff this year, and uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, you lose a game and it's it's you know or two and it's over in a lot of ways. So I get the I get the stress. But I also get it's a balancing act. You have to understand what your expectations were, and you nobody had expectations that this team would be four and zero right now. So, yep. So that's it. It's late. Uh, I know you're going on short sleep. You got a lot to write about leading into the big game against Western Kentucky. When I saw that they were the homecoming game, I'm like, well, couldn't have made it like a Big Ten game, the homecoming game or something. <laughs> but then I'm like, now I have to say Western Kentucky last weekend or this past weekend. It's like, oh. It's a pretty good homecoming game. So, uh, yeah, so they're coming up, night game, 7.30. You can check out Matt's uh, preview stuff all in the Detroit News throughout the week. Also check out his recap uh, from the unbelievably maddening, amazing 
whatever you want to call it, win over Nebraska 23-20. Also check out his Big Ten power rankings, top four. What do you got this week? I switched it up. I have Penn State first now. Not that beating Villanova is anything great. Um, but I, So I go Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan State. Mm, top four. like it. And Michigan, who do you have at five? Michigan's five. Five. Okay. All right. Who do I have to um, say? I'm sorry. Starting to you can email Matt at mcharbonneau at detroitnews.com. If you oh, trust me. on that. Trust me. <laughs> one week I was an, I was enamored with Michigan, and the next week I'm a Michigan State homer. Oh, I know. I, I get that. I get that all the time. And, you know, uh, we all do. And uh, yeah, you know, like if both sides hate you, you're doing something right. So, <laughs> um, so check out that at DetroitNews.com, and you can check out oh, Angelique also. at U of M. And let me get my pitches in Sorry. before you butt in. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Wojo with his pigskin picks. They're always hilarious. Just ask him. Uh, Neo with his commentary. We got yeah. all sorts of and uh, college picks, all sorts of good college football stuff. Detroit News, DetroitNews.com. Um, so yeah, subscribe, by the way, if you don't, if you're not a subscriber, we're still doing the special. It's a dollar for six months. Can't afford it. Let me know. I'll Venmo you the dollar. Just uh, subscribe or buy some copies, whatever you, whatever you want to do, support local journalism. Now, what were you going to say? Oh, just that, uh, a busy week and, um, uh, basketball practice starts on Tuesday. Oh, basketball. First I official. can't wait. I can't wait for basketball. That's funny. Season. It's funny too. Like it, depending on how the football season's going is when you can tell the fans, uh, you know, like right now it sneaks up on them because they're like, oh, oh yeah, basketball yeah. starting. Whereas other years they're like, Jesus, when does basketball start? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, first practices are Tuesday. And then of course the men and women are both having an open practice on Saturday afternoon before the Western Kentucky game. I think two, two fifteen it starts. Um, they're doing that in lieu of a midnight madness sort of thing this year. So that's smart. You might get some of the students to say sober for a little while before yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> before before another night game um yeah you know it's fall and uh you know football's full swing basketball's on the way and the Ryder cup is over usa oh. with a bit, usa with a dominating win and by the way i you know as bad as america's been i did a podcast with dan leach the other day and i predicted that this could happen did you I, you predicted I, 19 points Come i didn't on. predict that but i predicted a very impressive showing a potential beatdown because one, the course was set up for the Americans because it was set up for the long hitters and they have some bombers. And two, finally, we get the changing of the guard with the United States Ryder Cup team. Finally, it's not the Tigers and the Phils and the Jim Furyks. And it's finally these young guns. Yeah. And I just felt like it was going to mean a little bit more to them. And uh, this could be the start of a, a long stretch of dominance because as they are starting with this youth movement, the Europeans, the guys who have carried them all these years, Casey's and Westwoods and Poulter's and all, you know, a bunch freaking, of these other guys. Freaking are, Sergio. Yeah. yeah, Sergio. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> but they're, they're being phased out. now. You can see they that are. coming. Um, the guys who led that two decades of dominance are being phased out. And the Americans at the same time have this amazing group of young golfers. I um, think Strick, yeah, in, Stricker, so. Stricker said Sunday, this is, this is the new, I don't think he said new generation, the new, yeah, new era, really. I mean, yeah, these anyway. are the guys. So yeah. you know, by the way, and I love that he called him the, the greatest team ever. I wonder how that sat with Patrick Reed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, well, I'm telling you, <laughs> but Hey, but, uh, you know, look, the scoreboard doesn't lie. 19, it doesn't. 19, I'll say 11. this though. You know, what's funny. I thought I was thinking of this. 
I bet you, I don't think this is a big, eh, who knows? I bet you Tiger Woods plays in another Ryder Cup. Oh, I bet you he will. I bet you he will. I don't think Phil will, but I I think Tiger. Yeah, Phil's probably. Phil's Phil's probably probably done, but uh, I think Phil's going to be the next PGA. Who's the next captain? Well, who knows? Maybe it'll be Phil. Might be Phil. I was thinking that as he was standing back there. Or or by the way, why not just let Steve Stricker do it again? Europe lets these guys do it multiple times. Well, they've done it. Davis Love did the back to Azinger. Azinger, they tried to do it twice. Yeah, yeah, back to back, they don't do it as often. But uh, Phil would be good uh, eventually. Um, He has obviously a lot of thoughts about how to captain the team. Right. When he went off on Watson with Watson sitting right there. Was but, the first, uh, that's the first time he hasn't played in freaking forever, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Because so <laughs> he, ca- you know, he was a captain's pick two years ago, um, and uh, or three years ago, I guess now, yeah, right? three. in France. Yeah. I think he was a captain's pick, and, you know, I defended it because like, I, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of, especially for four ball, like birdies mean everything, and he makes more birdies than anybody. Um, but it obviously didn't work out. They got their ass yeah. kicked in France, but uh, big showing out on the shores of Lake Michigan. That was, uh, that was fun. That's why we're doing this late Sunday night. Cause I wanted to watch the Ryder cup and Matt told me it's going to be over soon early because they're going to kill him. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to watch every match. I don't I recall. Watched, oh, well, I, yeah, you know, I did. I, I wanted to watch every match because it just was, it's just, you know, it's just fun to see golf at that level and in that format and to see guys like Patrick Cantley, who you wonder when he's on his way to winning $15 million in the FedEx cup, he doesn't look like he has a pulse. And then all of a sudden he's out on, you know, uh, um, whistling straights and he's in, you know, he's getting everybody pumped up and, you know, fired up. And it's just, it's just fun. There's nothing like the Ryder cup. No. I recommend you and I have both been to one. I recommend anyone who has never been to one, go to one. They're amazing. There's so much fun. Just don't go to one where Hal Sutton is the captain. Don't, don't skip that one. <laughs> Let me skip that uh, sticking one. on the sticking on the golf angles and and going the Michigan State uh, angle. How about Sarah Burnham over the weekend shoots a first round sixty four in the LPGA? Yeah, how did now she look, end up? I saw she struggled. Not great. Today. Not great. She shot seventy three in the final mm-hmm. round, so she finished tied thirty fourth. But shoots mm-hmm. sixty four. Yeah. To lead the first and the opening round of that event was was pretty cool. I mean, look, she's a young golfer too. Pay attention to that name. Yeah, I think you're gonna start seeing a little bit more of that. So yeah, that, that was big for her. She went to Michigan State, she's on the LPGA tour. That's gonna help her uh maintain her uh, playing privileges moving forward. Um yeah, she went into the final round today. I think just two shots up the lead, just uh struggled today. But yeah, yeah. Um well, this isn't a golf podcast. We could do that. We could talk all day. Well, see, golf. I brought back I brought back the Michigan State angle. So oh, I like it. I like it. Well done. And then, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get out a few more times. I've actually played 33 rounds of golf this year. Dude, is... I have not played since we played Oakland Hills. Uh, I thought we played somewhere after Oakland Hills. No, you have certainly. Well, I have. I thought you and I did. No, no, I guess not. I gotta hang out. Um, with Dan, I gotta hang out with Dan Leach and get a bunch of freebies. I don't do that very much. Um, uh, although I did play Indian Wood this past week for a gam for a gam outing, but it was the Thursday where it, like had rained for three days leading up to it, and I kept texting you know the gam director. I'm like, "Are you sure we're playing? Are you sure we're playing?" And amazingly, the course is actually pretty good shape. So um, you only hang out. You only hang out at the best country clubs. No, no, I play a lot of public courses. Ton of ton of public courses. Thirty two rounds. Thirty three rounds of golf. I bet you. 25 of them are on public courses. Oh, look at you, a man of people. 
Hey, but I, you know, people, you know, people always ask me, you know, oh, are you a member anywhere? And it's like, no, you don't want to be a member anywhere. You want to be friends with people who are members. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Let them pick yeah. up the tab. Exactly. So, all right. Check out everything. DetroitNews.com. You can check him out on Twitter. Matt Chardonnay. You can check me out on Twitter. Tony Paul 1984. I'm much more serene on Twitter these days. Uh, I don't lose nearly as many followers uh, as I used to. So yeah, give it, give it another year or so we can kick up some election cycle stuff. <laughs> yes. Mid, mid, well, yeah, maybe the midterms, no promises. But right yeah, now, not, yeah, I'm but nice I don't think calm. you get as fired up in the midterms, do you? No, no, but this year could be different. We'll see. It could be. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, go to DetroitNews.com, buy a copy of the Detroit News, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Check out all the coverage. We have lots of it. And big game coming up. It's Western Kentucky homecoming Saturday night. Matt will be on site with all the coverage. And, uh, yeah, let's see what other ways they can find a win. That's it. it That's it. All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.